Can I get a ho, ho, ho? <laughs> Give me a ho, ho, ho. Ho, oh. Ho, ho, ho. Welcome back, everybody, to another fun, exciting episode of High Expectations, where the only thing higher than the expectations is always us. It's us. Uh, everybody, we're so sorry we weren't able to get an episode out to you uh, last week. Both of us came down with COVID, uh, Oof, wiped out, wiped us COVID. out. So we were unable to put a show together because one, we didn't want to put a subpar uh, product out there for you all, but also yeah. we just weren't able to smoke. And like we said, we try to be as genuine and authentic with this as possible. And we really wanted to smoke and watch these movies uh, and continue down our theme of this month. Uh, so what we're doing is we're basically running down our top three Christmas flicks. So uh, we already did uh, last time uh, we did Elf and the Santa Claus. Uh, and so yeah, number three, th- and that was number three. Uh, and so now we are up to uh, number two uh, for this episode, but uh, what are we? What are we at high expectations? We are a movie. Are we? we are a movie review podcast uh, first and foremost, uh, but also through the lens of our good uh, movie watching buddy Mary Jane. So we are smoking. Oh, she's so so good to us. We are smoking while watching these movies and rating them on these four categories that we think go particularly particularly well with a, uh, a stoner's palette, as, as I want to call it. Uh, so the first category is qual- qu- uh, quotability. Uh, then you have rewatchability. Uh, you then have popularity, uh, which is a Rotten Tomatoes audience score that we pull and just convert it to our scale. Uh, and then last and the most heavily weighted category is smokeability, which is kind of our way of saying, you know, hey, this is something that's going to be fun if you're smoking weed on a Friday night and you want a good movie to throw on. So we kind of give this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah and then yeah. we spit out like a final score for these movies. So um, that is what you're getting uh, when you tune into uh, us here at I Expectations. Who's the us? Myself, Kaz, longtime movie lover, longtime weed smoker, uh, blunt stuffer. Fixionado. Yeah. Blunt stuffer. Blunt stuffer. So to speak. And with me is always is D-Lo. Howdy. Howdy. Howdy, howdy, howdy. He is, this is actually probably a favorite, favorite category for D-Lo because he's quite the Disney fanatic, especially Disney movies. So again, I think this was something that we both really enjoyed kind of going down this road of uh, Christmas movies because yeah. actually, uh, you know, just because we've been doing this, I, love, I just love Christmas, love yeah. Christmas. But I actually started researching what some other top, like top 10, top five lists are of Christmas movies. And there's a lot of variation out there yeah. in terms of what people are picking as their like number one through five, I feel like is super variable and it just kind of depends on oh, yeah. what generation I think plays a lot. Right. And we were kind of talking about this, how like our parent, how much parents influence uh, what Christmas yeah, your movies parents you have watch, a big right? influence on this. Um, and then, again, just like I think a lot of it has to do with what era you were watching Christmas movies in, right? Because there, I think there's a lot of people out there that have uh, like Elf as their number one, right? Uh, which yeah. we 
you know, we had it as our, in our three. So, I mean, there's such variation out there. It makes it fun. (laughs) So I just kind of was on research, like just looking around. So a lot of different, uh, rankings out there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I asked around, I asked a bunch of my friends just because I thought it was interesting to just ask some people, pull, pull the audience basically. Um, and it really, I mean, it, it varied wild, wildly. You had like a lot of like classics like home alone or like a Christmas story or, um, you know, miracle on 34th street. So right. That'll get in classics. And then you had people that kind of leaned more towards us. Let's, since we're both probably sitting on the edge of our seats to start this, right? Because we, I, again, I think <laughs> yeah. we both really enjoyed putting our ratings and our scores to these movies as well. So um, let's, again, as we always do here, we do, uh, like we said, l- let's let's see what movies we have for this upcoming episode, and then we'll let you know uh, what we smoked while watching them. All right, so my pick for number two, rank number two in Christmas flicks. Um, This is one definitely heavily influenced by my dad for sure. This is, I think this is a generation (laughs) other, uh, well, actually, except for you. uh, I feel like a lot of dads put this movie (laughs) on uh, their kids, you know, when they're younger. Must watch. Yeah, I think so. And because of this, this is definitely like this is definitely like a movie that gets passed down. well and again like this was a movie they probably were came out around like when they were in their 20s or something like that right so right. It, like right it's kind of like us like there there's definitely some movies that have come out in our 20s that i would say are ranked pretty high uh in my you know ultimate christmas list which again i feel like is always changing but nevertheless yeah it's very, very malleable. Uh, my second is Christmas Vacation. God. Where do you think you're going? Nobody's leaving. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no, we're all in this together. This is a full-blown, four-alarm holiday emergency here. We're going to press on, and we're going to have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny fucking K. And when Santa squeezes his fat white ass down that chimney night, he's going to find the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nuthouse. You're goofy. Don't piss me off, Art. Christmas Vacation, Chevy Chase. Uh, again, I think a lot of our dads kind of just identify with Chevy Chase because he was kind of like that comedic act, one of the comedic actors during that era of when they would probably be into movies, but they're old, but like older. Uh, so not mine. I did. My dad was not a Chevy Chase fan. Yeah, he's definitely an acquired taste. I, you know, again, I think this is my favorite National Lampoon's Vacation movie. If I had to rank them, I think this one is my favorite because I do love the the christmas aspect of it i think it does a good job of like really painting what a christmas would be for this type of family in chicago kind of deal and he 
just yeah. plays that role so well. So I, I just really enjoy this. Absolutely. And I think it will, I, when I watched it, I was like, I think this movie is going to do really well in our uh, rating system. So, but we'll, we'll see about that. Um, and then Dilo, you went with, uh, definitely a more Christmas, even more Christmassy movie, but yeah, this is, so uh, Christmas. let them know what you picked. This is a movie, um, came out in the year 2000. Um, and is a movie that I was so excited to see when it first came out. I was young. I was like, what? 12. So this is a movie that I got to grow up with, and it's probably one of the movies that I've watched the most in my entire life. Um, and, you know, it just is legendary in my eyes. I think it's so iconic. It's, it to me, screams Christmas. And as I was watching it, this is one of those things where I kind of go back and forth on was this my number two or was it my number one? Um, but I went with uh, how the, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The Grinch! Well, that worked out nicely. With Jim Carrey. Live action. Solid, solid movie. Great way to get into Christmas. Um, Obviously, like a big time role for Jim Carrey, and he crushed it per usual. Super controversial, oh, honestly. So this movie good, is super dude. controversial in terms of its popularity. Like, I know when this movie came out that, like, the critics did not like it. Oh no! It it it. This is another one. I think you either love it or you for hate sure. It. <laughs> um, and it's I a think long Jim one. Carrey is also kind of an acquired yeah, taste, and it's a long one for sure. It's. An, I mean, it's an hour and forty-five. Is it? I thought it was closer to two hours, but I don't know. That's, I mean, still, that's, I feel like people, when they were watching, like, they wanted something as, as long as, like, the cartoon Grinch. But, anyway. Um, yeah. Solid movie. Well, they definitely beefed up the story oh, a 100%. lot. 100%. Like, they had to yeah. give him more of a backstory. Right. The ba- and the backstory was key, honestly. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly love this movie so yeah, much. It's really. Katie and I watched it together, and. It's she thinks it's one of her like it's probably her favorite Christmas movie. This it's so that's fair. Good. I can I can see that being a thing. All right, in terms of so you got the movies. Those are our movies for this week. Uh, and actually, this is going to be a special episode. Everybody, we're going to make this an extra long one because we're going to do our ranking two and also our number one ranked in this episode. We're doing so. Both. Do do we want to just tell them? The, so should we say what our number ones are, or do you want to kind of loop back? I think we wait. I All think right. we. I think we're going to we loop back, progress through, and then come back to our and number we'll, one. Okay, picks. gotcha. Um, so in terms of the bud, I smoke. So I actually smoked the same for all four of these movies. So um, this is. So I wanted to do a brand I really, really liked because I love Christmas movies, love Christmas, all this stuff. Wanted to go in with a great vibe. Uh, I really wanted to set it up to like love these movies and hopefully set them up to get great scores. I'll be honest. So I went with a vape, the treehouse brand, uh, treehouse brand. Love this brand because it gives you on the front. It kind of shows you what you should be uh, 
looking or what kind of vibe you're going to get from the cannabis. Uh, and I just loved the description they gave for this. So it was tea time, skating, date night. And I was just like, wow, I, I like love all those things. So uh, I got <laughs> permafrost, which is a hybrid, 81% potency. So it's, it's, it's it fucks you up. It's really good. So um, went with that. <laughs> And it's been great. And, you know, obviously you and I talked about how we had COVID. So I actually getting that break made it hit me even harder. So that was really, really nice to get that high again. Right. So a nice little reset, as we'll call it. So, um, yeah, man. Dilo, what did you smoke for? Just give why don't we just say what you if you if you smoked something different, let us know now and we'll just let everybody know what we smoked for each one. For all of yeah. it, just for, for the Yeah, so thing. you can say for this uh, round, actually smoke- or you can say, like, you know, if it's separated, you could just say, like, you know, for ranked two, I did this. For the number one ranked ones, which we'll get to, you know, I did smoke to this. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, I went with, I actually did two separate things because I wanted to ease back into the smoking after having the vid. Um, so I started, I actually started with, I went with a cartridge and I went to our friends at have a heart before I got sick and I had, you know, I've been loving the plaid jacket carts. So I went with uh miracle alien cookies, little Mac, which is a indica leaning hybrid, um, in very do- indica dominant, and it's just it's one that that I find to be a really nice, smooth. It's not like a like sometimes with carts they can hit pretty harsh. Yeah, um, I find a lot of the plaid jacket oils to be nice and smooth and not hit very hard. So I love the Mac from Plaid Jacket. And you did uh, another one. That was I'm sorry. That was for. Uh, I did that with uh, the Grinch okay. and Christmas Vacation, and then for my number one, I did. Oh shit! I thought I had the um, the bud with me. I did. I went with. Um, I went back to smoking a joint. I felt was feeling back up to b- smoking again, um, and I went with a hybrid buds uh, from K Savage. And I went with lilac wine. Oh, that's was, a nice name. It was like very herby, very earthy. Um, it was tasty, man. It was like a nice purple nug. It's a sexy name it's, for a bud. It was, a, yeah. I loved it. It was really, again, it, for just getting back into smoking, I was worried that it was going to be super harsh. And this was kind of a smooth, smooth. hit. Uh, even, in, even in a jazzeroo. It was smooth. Smooth. Uh, all right. So there you go. That's what we imbibed for all of our movies. Um, and Bye. yeah, I think it's time we just dive right in. So let's let's do uh, the first movie for our uh, number two ranking of Christmas movies. Okay, let's start with let's start with Christmas Vacation because I think that's probably the the, okay. the less of a banger, so to speak, than the Grinch in the grand scheme of things. I would say, um, hmm. 
Yeah, for those of you who maybe haven't seen this one, which I, you know, totally, especially if you're on the younger side, it's definitely possible that you didn't see this. But uh, Dilo, why don't you let them know what kind of crisp, wacky Christmas story they're getting themselves into? Wacky Christmas story. Another John Hughes movie here. Um, here we go. As the holidays approach, Clark Griswold wants to have a perfect family Christmas, so he pesters his wife, Ellen, and children as he tries to make sure everything is in line, including the tree and house decorations. However, things go awry quickly. His hick cousin, Eddie, and his family show up unplanned and start living in their camper on the Griswold property. Even worse, Clark's employers renege on the holiday bonus he needs. And yeah, we don't support any bosses taking away holiday bonuses. In fact, we no, think never. bonuses should be bigger. Fuck a boss that yeah, does seriously, that. Seriously, leave your job yeah. if they're doing that. Um, so yeah, I think this movie, in terms of quotability, I think does a really good job. Honestly, I know I quote it a ton. Un, like honestly, on my own, not even I don't even necessarily need like a a set up to to use a quote from there i could just like go go dry um what are some of your like your favorite uh quotes national or yeah um christmas vacation quotes. bend over and i'll show you hey griswold where do you think you're gonna put a tree that big bend over and i'll show you You've got a lot of nerve talking to me like that, Griswold. I wasn't talking to you. I wasn't talking to you. I wasn't talking That's to you. That's probably like my yeah, favorite like exchange. Um, I like, uh, let's see. Uh, am I surprised, Eddie? If I woke up with my head, if I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now. Uh, shitter's full. What are you looking at? Oh, the silent majesty of a winter's morn, the clean, cool chill of the holiday air, and an asshole in his bathrobe emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer. Ah, yeah. You checked our shitters, honey? Clark, please. Shitters full. Merry Christmas. Shitters right. full. Right, like, there's, so, yeah. there's a lot, right? The whole rant he goes on. Right. The, hey, uh, he worked really hard, Grandpa. So do washing machines. Like, I love that. So, <laughs> um, so many quotable lines. And there's, like, iconic scenes. Iconic scenes. Yeah. The character Clark Griswold is definitely, like, renowned. Like, pe people know that character for sure be because of all the vacation oh, yeah. movies. Because of the vacation. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I think a lot of things come out of that movie, too. Like, I'm even going to throw this kind of in on quotability just because I those moose mugs for eggnog. That's, like, a super yeah. memorable no, thing. No, that's – I mean, that's – I mean – we didn't do a Christmas story, right. right? But if we did, quote the the leg lamp would have to go hundred percent quotability factor, right? So in in that in the spirit of that, you have to take into consideration the Christmas the moose mugs, right? So I think all things being considered, plus like cousin Eddie, like you know, um, you know, what does it smell like? He's like fried pussycat, <laughs> like just just so <laughs> silly. So anyway. 
I was dude, Randy Quaid again. Randy Quaid, great his, shot, making another uh, great role, dude. He's this character here. is so yeah, well known it. too, like cousin Eddie. Like so, any oh, taking yeah. all this young Johnny Galecki as Russ. Taking all this into consideration, I, I went with an eight for quotability because I felt like it, okay. it like really, really is is super quotable, memorable. Um, yeah, yeah. When she starts, when the the Aunt Bethany starts doing the uh, Pledge of Allegiance, <laughs> the Pledge <laughs> like, of Allegiance, and Eddie yeah, stands right, up. Right. So eight. <laughs> I, I may even go higher. I'm gonna go eight. I'm gonna try and be reserved. I'm gonna say eight. I. Um, it's funny. I'm actually right there with you. I'm very, very close, and I have a lot of the same things written down. Um, just kind of in reference to memorable moments in the movie, uh, the moose mugs being one of the big ones because Katie and I had a good laugh about that. I just, one of my favorite things because it's so typical of the holidays (laughs) and when like families start showing up is when the doorbell starts ringing more and they're like right. all on alert and, and the it's doorbell like doom. rings more and more ominously. Yeah, it's, yeah. like, <laughs> it's so yeah. funny. It's really, God, it's, this is, this is again, not a movie that I grew up with personally. So it's not one that I quote a lot, but I, I recognize how memorable and quotable it is. So I was actually just below you. I went 7.9. All right. That's fair. Yeah. I feel like this is a movie where I knew at the very least, like, you have to recognize how quotable it is. Like it, it is a super popular yeah, Christmas absolutely. movie. Um, and like you said, Clark Griswold right. period. Like you, you have a baseline in the national lampoons vacation is a memorable movie. 100%. series. Yeah. No matter what, like you, you've heard of those movies. I'm going to say, let's keep it at eight. Like, I really think it's, it's yeah. on that spectrum. I think that's, um, yeah. I think any like if if we called up like a like a handful of our friends, they would know quotes from this movie. Probably have their own that oh, they yeah. remember. So, all right, Absolutely. solid eight. I think that's a really good. Score. I know. I know this is one of Tim's favorites. Yeah. I know Timmy loves this all right, movie. That's fair. Let's stick with an eight. I think that's a really good way to start this off. Let's get into rewatchability uh, for this movie. Again, I, I think this movie is kind of similar to I think what we talked about with uh, Elf. I think uh, was that, you know, this movie is not necessarily going to be watched throughout the year. I actually do. And I know a lot of people that do. (laughs) Um, But I think at the very, really? Yeah. I think at the very least though, I won't, I think that's an outlier. I think that's an outlier, but I think this movie for a lot of people is a Christmas staple. So it's definitely going to be watched every year for a lot of people. You're an outlier in that sense, I think, because I know you don't watch it every year. I but, agree. I 100% um, agree. But I also do think this is a multi-watch-in-a-season movie. So I, I took that into consideration when I did this. And so I, I went with an eight again because I do feel like – for a lot of people, it is a multi-watch in, during the season. But this would be one that it, I could see going the other way. So I'm not. But I this was just like my assessment of it. Okay. Um, I like you said. I know I'm an outlier in the fact that this is not a movie that I grew up watching. I don't think I even really watched it for the first time until. 
like surprisingly recently. Um, so this is not something that's I'm. It's definitely not something I'm gonna rewatch in more than once in a season. Um, and if I'm being honest, it's sometimes like depending on how Christmassy I'm feeling, I may or may not watch this in a Christmas season. So, but I do recognize that there are people that love this movie and will watch this movie multiple times in a season. So I wanted to be true to how I feel about my rewatchability of it, but also respect that. So I went with a seven. Honestly, that's, that's still pretty high, right? Like that's, that's like definitely pulling up, you know, I mean, I don't think because like I said, I recognize how like liked this movie is. I recognize that it is a Christmas staple in a lot of households and a lot of people's very favorite Christmas movie. Right. So, you know, it's getting watched a lot and it's on, I'm sure it's on, it's in, in syndication, like on every TV channel that can get the rights to it. You know what I mean? Like this is a movie that's constantly watched in, in the Christmas season. I don't think it's a, something I would watch outside. So, I mean, there's not many Christmas movies I would watch outside. Right. Fair. Christmas. That's fair. But, um, all right. Um, why don't we go? So I went with a seven. Why don't we say 7.6, like meet in the middle, but leaning more towards mine, just because I do think the out, like if you looked at like across everybody, this, because of that weight, I think we take that into account just so it edges that way a yeah. little more, but I'm definitely right. down to That's come fair. off the eight for sure. Because again, like, yeah. You know, not everybody. You mean, not everyone loves Chevy Chase. Not everybody loves Chevy Chase, and right, not everybody. I think is going to do a is. I know it's done, but I don't think everybody's going to do a multi-season watch. I think it just has that capability for sure. This for is some. not. This is not one of my multi-season. Like there are a movie multi-watch. Elf, season, I will yeah. watch more than once a season. The Grinch. I'll watch more than once a season. Fair. Christmas vacation is maybe once a season maybe. for me. All right. That's fair. All right. So let's do popularity, which is the Rotten Tomatoes audience score. Um, this is tough because, like you said, there's probably some controversial people who really don't like Chevy Chase. And uh, I'm going to say 65. It's higher than that. 74. 86. Whoa, fuck. That's really high. I'm shocked. Movie. That's why that's honestly why I came up as high as I did with some of my ratings is because I knew how popular this movie is. I know how popular this movie is. So I wanted to respect that. But me personally, it's not like my it's not my Christmas movie. Oh, that was a big rip. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Damn. That's high. (coughs) That's a lot higher than I thought. It would be, to be honest. I mean, it's. I think there's a lot of fans of the, like we're saying, the National Lampoon movie series. So I think cult, right, that and that's a cult classic. For, it's like series, following. I would say. Yeah. So all right, so eight point six, really good score. All right, now time for smokeability. So I would say for smokeability, um, I was kind of torn on this one just because I do like it sober and stuff like that. But I do think it makes it funnier. I think that's kind of a thing with comedies. So like it definitely made it funny. I'm curious, did Katie think it was funny or not really? Or did she not watch it? 
Yeah, Katie, Katie, this is, again, this is not a movie that she grew up watching, but it's something that... Right, she's in that age range. If it's on, or, like, if we are looking for something, and we're like, hey, let's just throw on, like, a random Christmas movie. Um, This is, like, she enjoyed it. Okay. But I don't know that... I don't know, man. I Like, I think, I think, personally, the weed helped me enjoy it more. It more, because, again, like I said, it's a comedy... Um, so with that, I gave it a seven because I just, I, I really thought it does enhance the comedy of it and makes it a little bit yeah. more watchable. So, uh, I went with a seven. I mean, cousin Eddie, cousin Eddie is just funny. There's, there's just good, really good writing and very this, good. You know yeah. What I mean, like this is a John Hughes movie through and through hundred percent, like very identifiable um, as so just the whole, the whole road rage scene. And when he's driving under the truck, that's. That's really, really funny when you're stoned. But also, this whole movie gets kind of stressful with the family situation. because Always. And, like, that stress is heightened because you're stoned. But I think, again, it kind of, it's like, it's that, like, it's just how you feel around Christmas time. You know what I mean? Excited, but also, like, slightly nervous Which to be around your family They do a good job, <laughs> like, getting that feeling out there. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think they did a good job with it in this. So I actually, I I was pretty generous with my score. I gave it an 8.1 smoke. Oh, hell yeah. Me. I'm willing to come up to eight. I, I feel like I yeah, kind of held I, back. I really do think this, I think this is, a, I think this not, and I think we're going to talk about this with the number one yeah, uh, yeah. movies. Yeah. Um, but not every Christmas movie needs to be enhanced. By weed. No, a hundred percent. But this is a Christmas movie that is better stoned. Hundred percent. Not bet. Not. I don't want to say better, no, 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 but uh, but I think it makes it really funny. Right. Right. When you're stoned. agreed. Hundred percent. Oh man, that brings this movie's final score out as an eight. That's really high, dude. Damn. That's really high. That's strong. And here's what I'll say. That's so strong. I will say this. I'll, I'll kind of. I kind of want to make a note, like, like. This movie, like, got that score without, like, us both kind of being, like, gung-ho about it, right? Because you're not gung-ho about it, and it was still able to get an yeah. eight. Like, that's pretty impressive, right? Yeah. So, I made that little note next to it. I mean, I, I, I'm i going to I'm gonna ride hard. Actually, for even for your number one pick, I went, I went really strong with my score. That's what I mean, right. Um, so, we'll I think... I think there's I think there's a chance we could get a chance even I, there's a yeah okay there's because here's the thing like like I said before with the Grinch that came out in 2000 that came out in 2000 right, right? Elf came out in like 2003 right. this is 1989 these are movies that we've been watching our whole fucking life right, right? like these are movies that I I quote with the exception of maybe uh Christmas vacation I quote these three movies like p- maybe at least once a week Oh yeah I'm you know I'm what with I mean you. because that's well, how integral they are to my see we can life. have a champ now <laughs> so I think we could it's going to potentially strong. have a champ right yeah. now so let's do our next number 2 ranked movie Delo's pick The Grinch uh if you haven't seen it or any da, of the da, versions da. uh Dilo what are they what is I I like feel weird even asking you, but like, what's this movie about? <laughs> what's it about? What's it about? Oh, give me a second. 
In this live-action adaptation of the beloved children's tale by Dr. Seuss, the reclusive Green Grinch decides to ruin Christmas for the cheery citizens of Whoville. Reluctantly joined by his hapless dog, Max, the Grinch comes down from his mountaintop home and sneaks into town to swipe everything holiday-related from the Who's. However, the bitter grump finds a hitch in his plans when he encounters the endearing Cindy Lou Who. Cindy Lou Who, classic, classic hero. <laughs> classic, classic hero. Classic hero, man. She's a champ. Um, I also, I need, I would need to take a second to... Uh, Shout out um, Ellen Griswold. Oh, hell yeah. What a champ of a wife hell yeah. she is. What a she great is a champion right? wife, so I needed to shout her out yeah. because she has been one of my unexpectedly favorite characters of any Dude, watch. She's of this, got some quotable, memorable scenes. Not, this not, web not to like podcast. Not to like backtrack to her, but like that scene where she's holding Chevy Chase's nuts. And she's just like, welcome to our home. What's left of it? And she just goes right back to holding his nuts. Like, that's a funny scene, man. Uh, But yeah. yeah. I mean, it's incredible. Like, it's, she's so good in this. And she, I I think I respect the hell out of the score we gave. 100%. But sorry to backtrack. Great movie. I I needed to give her props. So The Grinch, like, again, a classic Christmas movie, right? Because even if you oh, watch, God, like, dude, if you watch the cartoon movie. and then you watch this, like, there's some lines there that you can definitely remember. So we're gonna let's get into quotability, but it, it I, this movie has a potential to like really do well in quotability because, like you, like you said, holiday hoobie whaty. What do you want, Mr. Grinch? I came to invite you to be holiday cheermeister. <sighs> Uh, holiday hoobie whaty? Cheermeister. Huh? Cheermeister. Celebrate with friends. <laughs> That's a good one. People can quote yeah. legit, holiday like, hoobie, whole hoobie. scenes from this, so... The entire... Yeah. There's entire scenes that are yeah. quotable in this movie. So, uh, and the memorability factor... It's insane. This movie is going to get such a high. Very, quarter. very. I, I mean, and I'll start it off. And I may, I don't know if I was reserved a little bit or not, but I went nine point five for quotability. Yeah, I mean, like it has damn, to be. That is strong. Like but it's up there. It's, it's iconic, dude. This movie's iconic. So you want to get to know me, do you? This movie. You want to get a yeah. little quality <laughs> yeah. time with the Grinch? With the Grinch. I guess I could it's use a little so good, social interaction. <laughs> like, dude, exactly. So, nine point five. I'm sticking with Nick because. Oh yeah, yeah, you bet. Uh, ho 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 and stuff <laughs> and stuff. I think I I went lower than that, but I'm not much. Yo, that's um, surprising because this is this is something that I I think I was trying to be reserved, but even just talking to you and just looking back at my notes this is one some of the most notes i've ever taken and it's mostly quotes yeah uh like holiday hoobie whaty and then you have the whole um the whole scene where he's listing off at the whole his whole scene where he's at home yeah. start to finish where he checks his mail or his inbox and his outgoing messages it's just the echoing back and forth scene where it's like you're an idiot <laughs> it's so good and then just the the ultimate part of that scene where he just goes down his list and he's like four o'clock wallowing self-pity inviting me down now 
on such short notice. Even if I wanted to go, my schedule wouldn't allow it. Four o'clock, wallow in self-pity. Four thirty, stare into the abyss. Five o'clock, solve world hunger. Tell no one. Five thirty, jazzercise. Six thirty, dinner with me. I can't cancel that again. Seven o'clock, wrestle with myself, loathing. I'm booked. Of course, if I want the loathing to nine, I could still be done in time to lay in bed, stare at the ceiling, and slip slowly into madness. But what would I wear? Right, and like you know, know, and he just like lists off that whole thing. Yeah, I mean, and you went lower than me. I went, I went with the nine three. I wasn't much lower. But I went with a nine three. But I think I want to come up more because I think there, I there are parts of this five. that I quote. Like I said, there are parts of this that I quote, like weekly. You know, I agree with <laughs> nice kid, bad judge of character. That's what I mean, like you know, I'm, I'm with you. Like, and you have you have just the music alone. You're a mean one, Mister Grinch. Where are you, Christmas? Welcome Christmas yeah. at the end. All like, of it. The music and just the iconic, the icon, the icon yeah. factor of the Dude, Grinch. We're saying it. So we're I'm willing to come up to a nine yeah, five. Yeah, we're staying at nine five. If not higher, yeah, let's do nine because five. This is so fucking quotable. Yeah, dude. but I'm also looking I mean, at some other movies like Sandlot. We gave a nine point eight. I it, I don't know if Grinch is there per se. It's probably up there, but the only reason I say the Grinch isn't there is because I because it's specific to people that watch Christmas movies. Sure, great. You know point. what I mean? Like not yeah. everyone celebrates Christmas, so not everyone. So I think watch nine this. five makes everyone sense. could potentially watch. The Sandlot yeah. and would quote the Sandlot. I think nine five is I, legit, dude. The where he's going down the list of all alphabetically by the names of the who's. I'm a like, hate, 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 double hate. He stood outside his cave, hating the who's. Alphabetically, Art Barkian, Abacanesia who? I hate you. Rimby Benson who? I hate you. Hate, hate, hate. Hate, hate, hate. Double hate. Loathe entirely. Nutcrackers. It's their hubilation. He snarled with a sneer. <gasps> Tomorrow was Christmas. It's Practically here. Max! Fetch me my sedative! I hate you! I hate you! Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Loathe entirely. Yeah. All right. 9-5. This... Oh god, this is so good. This movie. So I think nine five is. Let's stay there. It, it deserves it. It's super quotable. It's got Chris. It's great Christmas. Like it's got great memorable Christmas scenes. Yeah, oh, like yeah. are we throwing the mail? Jury Dude. Dewey, Jury Dewey, blackmail, eviction notice, blackmail, blackmail, eviction yeah. notice. So pink slip. Yeah, oh God. All right, so nine five. Crazy. Jim Carrey is insane in this. He is just perfect in this movie. He's so good. Nine five for quotability. Great way to start. Yeah, strong, strong start. start. Rewatchability. 
again, I recognize this movie's greatness. I know I I personally think this is for me is like just as rewatchable as Christmas Vacation. Like, uh, you know, but I know it's greatness and I know. So I I find this way more. I I gave this movie an eight because I know it's super (laughs) rewatchable. But like, I don't I'm probably like a once I'm probably like a once a a Christmas kind of deal. This is one of the movies that I watched the most at Christmas time. Okay. Probably. This is one of the movies that I think I've watched the most in my life. I find this so rewatchable. I think it's hilarious. I think it's a I think it's got just such a good Christmas spirit to it. It does. So I like watching it a lot. Um this is something that I will for sure watch with kids, my kids a in the thousand future. Percent. If I have them, you know yeah. what I mean? This is something I, again, Katie and I quote all the time. The fires of love. The little Grinch is so fucking cute. So cute. And so funny in this um, Santa. Bye. Bye. Um, I rewatch this. I watch this at least twice a season every Christmas. And I've watched it every year since it com- came Definitely. out. I went with a 9.5 on rewatchability. That's too. fair. That's because this, again, this is probably the one of, right. if not the movie I've seen the most in my life. I feel like I would come up to a nine and that's probably the highest I would go. That's fair. I, I, I recognize that nine and a half for rewatchability is way too strong because this is not something you're going to watch outside of Christmas time. Like the month you'll watch this maybe in November, it, maybe in December. I would tie it with Hercules. That makes sense. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, I would say it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because I would watch Hercules a couple times outside right. of the Christmas season. You know? All right. So yes. All right. Fair enough. So let's go with a nine. So I would come to a nine. I would come let's to a, do nine. a nine. I think that's. Be- Again, I think this is that's so a good, great, dude. great oh, score. God. So that's like two heavy. You know, scores. they they were thinking about casting so many different people as the Grinch. No, it wasn't even going to be Jim Carrey. Which is at first. wild. Like I well, mean, it's Mike like Myers. the usual sp- suspects, like Jack Nicholson, Mike Myers, Robin Williams. Uh, but then you have like really interesting guys. I think like a Tim Curry Grinch could have been good, right? Because he could have um, pulled off that smile. He kind of has that. Yeah. Which again was done without prosthetics. Yeah. That's just Jim straight up Jim Carrey and makeup, dude. Yeah. He, he crushed it. God, he's so good. Critics did not think so. I don't, you know, but whatever. No, Fuck no, no, them. No. They don't know. And I think th- the I, this now. is an, again, another movie that, yeah, we are yeah. critics and I fucking love, love it. it. Um, this is another movie that I think you either love or you 100%. hate. So. That's definitely the vibe out there. Um, all right, popularity score. Uh, this has to be a very well received movie by the public, I would say. 85. Lower. 75? 58. Whoa. This is what I mean. Oh, it's, no. It's got, it doesn't, not everyone loves this movie, which I guess I respect. I guess. I mean, I guess that's why we have this popularity score in here to really level out. Yeah. Against and just 
our fanaticism of movies. Yeah, you're right. Like I, this is a movie that I fucking. Well, exactly. Love, you're so right. That is this 58 is really going to cool that score. That is exactly why we put it in there. I almost like just fudged the numbers and put 68 because I was like, I can't put 58, but whatever. But <laughs> all right, so 5.8. That really sucks. So that's. I feel like that's going to hurt it enough. Honestly. Um. Oh yeah, it's going to take it out of the running for champ. Uh, a champion, yeah. Um, I think so. I would do so. Let's do smokeability because maybe that can take it out of the doldrums, man. You never know. But yeah, I think I think unfortunately for this movie, I don't know if the I, I really. I mean, I like this movie high. I like it. I just don't think it did anything to enhance it, to be honest. And I think that's. I think that's just because. Well. It did, but not like what I thought. I guess it like I thought it was going to do more, kind of. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and I do think this is kind of like a feel-good Christmas movie, so you don't really need to be high for it because it's still great. But it does enhance a little bit. So anyway, I went with a seven point eight, which is not a low score, but no, that's still that's still strong. Yeah, but I just felt like because yeah. Go ahead. No, it was long. Er, it was on the longer side. It was, um, you know, I definitely do think there's some like long parts to it. But again, I think, like you said, you, you yeah, it's longer than it's longer than it needs. You to start be. getting into the quotes <laughs> you know. for sure. Like it hits all those notes and it gets you in the mood for Christmas. I just, yeah, I don't know if it. It's great. Like, it's kind of to its detriment. It's good on its own. So it's just like I don't know. It doesn't need. I guess you don't need to be high. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I mean, this is, um, but again, I didn't give it a low score. This is something really, no, that's not, that's not yeah. low. It's by, by no means is, is a 7.8. Yeah. Low. But this is a movie that I think you, you just like, you love to watch no matter what. Right. I right. don't think it's something you need to be stoned for, but I do think the visuals of this are incredible when you're when you're the right amount of stoned. I don't think this is a movie you need to get rip roar and high no. for, surprisingly, because I think a lot of people would think this is a movie that you'd want to get just Blitzed. absolutely torched yeah. for. But I don't think it is. But I think if you're if you're the right amount of high, um this is a really fun movie yeah. because the visuals and the colors are so fun, the costume designs are incre it's just absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um the music by James Horner really good and just like fun and Christmassy. You, it's it gets you in the mood but you don't want to be ripped. I went with just a solid 8 here. Okay, that's for, fair. For smoke about. I think that makes sense. Because Max is adorable. You know, Cindy Lou is adorable. The music is fun. You have great costume, great set design. I agree. Um, all right. So let's see. That's what it's always been about. I would do 7.9. Meet in the middle. Meet in the yeah. middle. I feel like that's fair, right? God, this movie is so good. Yeah, I, I would meet in the middle. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just looking back at my notes. I, this movie is so funny. Yeah, it's great. I, I it is a great movie, you know. When he's when he's trying to scare Cindy Lou Who, 
And he just, you know, the audacity, the unmitigated goal. Oh, God, he's so good in this. Jim Carrey's a legend. All right, so let's do so 7.9. That makes its final Sorry, score I'm rambling. 8. So ties with Christmas Vacation. Wow. Wow. And so, okay. That popularity score really it brought It really it did. I will say this. So kind of interestingly enough, we did our rank three last episode, our third ranked ones last time. And, you know, now we went to second rank and the scores kind of went with that. Like it was interesting. Yeah, last week, even think about we had a five and a 7.8 as final scores on Elf as the 7.8 and the Santa Claus as the five. And now both these movies has, have eights. So we, Damn, we brought low. it up uh, a notch here. So. Uh, let's shift gears. Let's keep going. Let's keep riding this train. Let's go to our number one ranked Christmas movies. All right. We're going to do it. This is a gauntlet of an episode, everybody. It's, it's a little, it's going to yeah. be a little bit longer than usual. So we're so happy you're all Strap tuning in, in, folks. But this is the number ones. This is what we both selected as our top Christmas movie. And I'm going to tell you right now, oh, I know one of these is going to get, I think, a great score. So let's start with, should we start with mine and we'll just go right into it? Sure. All right. Yeah. Mine is Home Alone. I made my family disappear. Kevin, you're completely helpless. No, Kevin, you're what the French call les incompetents. Kevin, I'm going to feed you to my tarantula. Kevin, you are such a disease. There are 15 people in this house, and you're the only one who has to make trouble. Look what you did, you little jerk. I made my family disappear. The number one... Christmas movie in my eyes, all things considered, like public public perception, my perception. I just think this is the number one Christmas movie. So let's just jump right in because we'll keep your number one a secret even longer. Let's just jump right in and start scoring mine. Um, for those who may not have seen this movie, and again, this is a generational thing. I think a big, like definitely people who were like five, six years younger than us probably haven't seen this. But but I even think like. A lot of our friends are parents and are are showing this movie to their kids, and I think this is going to be one of those movies, like Christmas Vacation, like, um, you know, like White Christmas was passed down to me. Definitely not one of my favorite down. movies, but this is a movie that's going to be passed because this is such a classic Christmas movie. Definitely. But here we go. <clears throat> When bratty eight-year-old Kevin McAllister acts out the night before a family trip to Paris, his mother makes him sleep in the attic. After the McAllisters mistakenly leave for the airport without Kevin, he awakens to an empty house and assumes his wish to have no family has come true. But his excitement sours when he realizes that two con men plan to rob the McAllister residence and that he alone must protect the family home. And honestly, like if you read that synopsis, you would think this would had the op had a high likelihood of being like corny and like not done right. This movie was done so well. well yeah, I mean, look at any Home Alone past Home Alone two. They're 
corny and not done well. I agree. I think and that's what happens when you. The third one to me is still watchable, but it's definitely not as good by any means. It's, it's not, not as good. Close. I mean, without Macaulay Culkin, without Macaulay Culkin, I mean, he's the heart and soul of, a thousand of the Home Alone movies. Agreed. And he's. It's incredible what he's able to do. I mean, he was actually literally nine years old filming this movie. He can only be on set for five hours a day. And like, was just crushing it. That's and just absolutely crushed this movie. Crushed like it. another another John Hughes movie. Yep. It's just let's put that out there. And this came about the do you know this movie happened because John Hughes worked with Macaulay Culkin uh, and Uncle Buck. Oh, that's and fair. that's uh, that's where they they kind of got the idea for. He's great in Uncle. Or that's Buck where too. John Hughes got the idea. Yeah, that's where John Hughes got the idea and literally wrote the part of Kevin McAllister for Macaulay Culkin. Wild. So well, it it this movie hits on a lot of cylinders, man. Like, yeah, and honestly, deservedly so. I came out pretty high with quotability because this movie. So many quotes come from this movie. Oh yeah, like, you're what the French call les, les incompetents. Uh, <laughs> did anyone order me a plain cheese? Oh yeah, but if you want any, someone's gonna have to barf it all up because it's gone. Someone's gonna have to barf it all up. Yeah, exactly. This movie buzz, they buzz your girlfriend. Your girlfriend. Woof. Love that. Woof. I wouldn't, dude. That's the. I wouldn't let you sleep the, in here uh, if you were growing on my ass. <laughs> Like, dude, Buzz is such a such prick. a prick, dude. Look what you did, you little yeah. jerk. Yeah, exactly. I w- guys, I'm eating junk and watching rubbish. Better come out and stop me. How much do I owe you? AC said ten percent. Too bad AC ain't in charge no more. What do you mean, guys? I'm eating junk and watching rubbish. Yeah. You better come out and stop me. He'll call you when he gets out. Hey, I tell you what I'm going to give you, Snakes. I'm going to give you to the count of ten to get your ugly, yellow, no-good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. All right, Johnny, I'm sorry. I'm going. One, two, ten. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Mom! And, like, even that movie that he's watching is quotable, right? Like, hold it right there. Oh, yeah. I could smell you getting off the elevator. Keep the change, you filthy, you animal. filthy yeah, animal. So, I, again, I came out hard. Angels, Angels with Filthy Souls is the I name came out of the movie. Did you know? Go ahead. Sorry, did you know that's uh, that's not a real movie? That that's filmed specifically for. I actually did know that Home Alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's wild. But, I mean, it's like only a couple minutes of movie a, footage. A movie but, like, within a movie, specifically for them. A movie within a movie that's quotable, right? Like that's pretty, pretty radical. That's yeah, dude. That yeah, that I feel like you have so to bump the score. I, and then, dude, we're not even uh, we're not even talking about I, any of the dialogue between. Marvin Harry. What are you laughing at? You did it again, didn't you? You left the water running, didn't you? 
wrong with you? Why do you do that? I told you not to do it. Harry, it's our calling card. Calling card. All the great ones leave their mark. We're the wet bandits. You're sick. You know that? You're really sick. Not sick. Yes, you are. That's sick. That's a sick thing. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. Um... Let me see. He's like when he's telling him, like you, you're, you're, you're afraid of the dark, dark too, Marv. We know you are. Not, no, not, not, not. <laughs> no, no, no. Why do you? Snakes? Why are you dressed like a chicken? <laughs> snakes, snakes. I don't know no snakes. Don't know no snakes. Uh, uh, I gave this movie Joe a nine point seven, dude. Nine point seven. Whoa! Yeah, man. I went for so it. So strong. I think, this, I think this movie is super quotable. Honestly, I yeah. really do. I think. Like and when she screams, Kevin! Like that's Kevin! One of the hot. So yeah, nine point seven, man. Dude, you have the shovel guy. Yeah, exactly. Old Dude, man the Marley. whole the whole mirror monologue, right? And when then he like right slaps the aftershave on his face and screams. Ah, right. Um, and like, don't even you know. Again, I know we said we can't really let it influence it, but like all the Christmas songs that come on are like you sing well, along this, to every time. This is scored by John Williams, dude. This the exactly. score. There's there's music specifically written for this that are is now Christmas music because exactly this movie is iconic. The main okay. the main like title. Honestly, dude, like, you have to you have to like take that, that in consideration. I think I bumped that. I didn't know that fact. I'm bumping my score up to a nine eight. Yeah, like the John Will- because wow. of the that. John Williams score is written specifically I mean, for this movie. He wasn't even supposed to be working on but it. But think any, about it, dude. There's at least a song or two that come out of that movie that are popular Christmas songs. Yeah, absolutely. The and that has to come scene. into quotability. That has to be part of quotability, dude. Again, we haven't even talked about the Kenosha Kickers. John oh, Candy. We had a few Basically, hits back in the 80s. <laughs> ad-libs his whole time on screen. Catherine yeah, O'Hara paid, again. Got, just so, Got so paid good. jack shit, too. Yeah, he got he literally got paid, like, SAG, like, minimum wage. Just for yeah. a day's work. Uh, uh, so nine, much, nine, so much eight, good huh? material. I, I went, went nine, eight, I, yeah. I went with a strong nine as my, as my go-to, but I would definitely am coming up but i don't know if i can go all the way to a nine eight i'd have to at least put this movie at grinch then nine five. Oh it's yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I think i think nine five i would even i would even bump this more than the slightly more than the grinch because there's i don't know if slight i i would keep it at a nine five i think to me this is as quote i quote would quote this as much as the grinch i think the only difference is this has a little more time on planet earth and is very mem- has a lot of very memorable scenes, like just the the classic trap scenes and like all the the whole that whole sequence at the end there. Uh, I think so I would come up alone, to a nine six. Nine six, okay, I'll do that. Would you do a I'll nine do six? I'll do nine six for sure. Like I would even I go nine six it, five. I no, would no, even I lean. Just, a I think more. it just edges out the Grinch, right? Because okay. th- that fact sold me even more because it's like wow. I, like there's a couple songs that like I definitely want to hear every Christmas from that movie. Yeah, I mean, same with the Grinch though. For sure. Okay. Oh, you yeah. want to hear your if... mean one, Mister Grinch, at least but once. That's not, once but that's Christmas. not. But it, again, it's reverse, right? Like that song already existed. You yeah, know? but it's still iconic to the movie. It still makes it. Quotable. I know, but I'm saying the fact Jim that Carrey you're saying that they. It. 
but the fact that they made a score that basically was like OG to the yeah. movie, fair. That's, that's fair. pretty ball balls, like or right. whatever. So you nine want. six, nine six. You know, that's pretty balls. That's, that's pretty, pretty balls. balls. <laughs> that's some pretty balls right there. <laughs> uh, pretty Christmas balls. All right, Home Alone. Starting off with a great score, nine six. Yeah, nine six. For Strong start. Strong Let's do rewatchability uh, again, dude. Like this is definitely a multi-watch for me in a season, hundred um, percent. If I honestly didn't look to see how long the movie is, if it is long, I'm surprised because it never feels long to me. It's so. It's the same. It's the same as the Grinch. It's nine nine forty. Okay. I'm sorry, one forty five. Okay, so I mean, this movie doesn't feel long, which is a great, I think, a great reason to be technical, like a a good uh, addition to rewatchability scores. So again, I came out swinging, dude, for Whoa. this one for rewatchability. Wow, I gave it a nine point two. Oh, another strong score, strong for dude. Home because alone. I'll watch. The, I'll watch one and two at least a couple times a season. Hundred percent. Is this in your if when you're an eight year old, eight year old cause, right? Yeah. Is this a dream scenario or a nightmare scenario for you? Dream, dream. Like the whole time. The whole time, dude. I would love yeah. to like set booby traps and stuff, dude. When I went to well, even school, even I was... take even take out like the burglars, right? Yeah. If it's like if your parents left you at home and you at eight years old, you think you would have been oh. okay? Uh, probably not. No way. Right? I think like yeah, it would have. I, I so. would have had the initial excitement that right. he and has. Then panic when it got to be like. And nighttime, then when it got panic. to like nighttime, I would have fucking panicked, dude. I couldn't right. take care of myself at eight years old. I would call. I would probably call the cops. <laughs> Most likely, but again, his—I mean, John John Hughes wrote the shit out of this movie. He he tried dude, to cover all his bases. He couldn't, couldn't call. He couldn't no. call. Dude, this the this movie's great. This movie's fucking awesome. Like no lie, I have this number one for a reason because I just think it's so good. It's an incredible so, movie. It's a really yeah. well done movie, and it's nine, a, just a classic Christmas movie. I'm gonna say a nine two for rewatchability for all the reasons we pretty much mentioned already. So. Um, it's really a good watch multi-watch for in a season yep. I, like if this movie was on at any other point throughout the year like I could see myself maybe in like June being like wow it's been a while since I've seen this movie maybe I'll just watch it real quick like I could do that potentially yeah. but not often but so 9-2 I'm giving it a 9-2 wow strong uh, this is definitely a, like once a season no doubt this is like a one that this is not one that I put on multiple times a season because I think to me, this is like I want to keep it special. Like this, I, I I don't know why this movie is so precious, but it is. You know what I mean? Like I feel like watching it too much is gonna take that shine away for some reason. So it could. <clears throat> so I like to keep it to try to like once a season. Sometimes I'll watch it twice a season. So I went with a strong nine here. But I fucking Honestly, because I I love this movie and I watch it every year and I've watched it probably every year since it came out in what nineteen ninety yeah something like early nineties right yeah I haven't written this is probably the way you feel about this is probably the way I feel about the Grinch like I have it in this realm of like 
I just want this movie to get me into Christmas. And like, if I watch it too much, it's like over like this, it like overdoes it for me. This, so again, same kind of feel for this. So yeah, art nine, that's a really good score. Still nine. I went nine, two. Would you be willing to split the difference? Yeah, I think I think Nine I think one. we're close enough here, and all of the and that's things one we're talking above about the Grinch with Home too. Alone. That's like yeah. again, our last score was one, <laughs> you know, a tenth above. This one is as well. So this, this is, is yeah. I mean, this, this is wild. Is, this is a fun movie, man. And again, this is something that I I want to keep sacred. It's like precious. You know what I mean? It it's is. like a it's precious a great... movie. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's God, a good it one, man. Me out every time. Still about the fat hobbits. Um, I'm gonna I'm give you, you to, to the let me know what the, den. I'm interested to see what that voice sounds like via this. Oh yeah, well yeah, that would be send weird. You a clip. Yeah. Uh, all right. So nine point one rewatchability. Let's go to popularity, which I'm I'm hoping this is popular. I don't know though. I don't know. I'm gonna say. Eighty percent. I'm gonna start at eighty percent. Nailed it. Oh boy. Eighty percent, dude. All right, you gotta take a hit for five seconds. Because I nailed it. Yeah, five seconds. I'll be easy on you. Even though I was like taking like ten second, twelve second ones earlier. And that wasn't even like I probably could have taken longer <laughs> if I, yeah. I should have. Um Damn, eight. Okay. I'll lock it in as an eight. Wow, that's this a is really a good loved score, movie, dude. Man. Holy shit, dude. This is <laughs> For a Christmas movie strong. that's really, really, really dude, good. This this is coming out strong. All right. Let's do smoke ability, man. Um, smoke, smoke. I think smoke, smoke with this this movie kind of has what's going on with the Grinch. Like dude, it's his so, uncle's such a prick. Such a prick, dude. Like such a mooch little jerk yeah and such a mooch dude the worst worst, one of the worst villains Um, in cinematic history i thought this movie when you're high does an even better job with like getting into the characters right like i totally am like more into like other than kevin i don't know it made buzz seem a little funnier it made you uh, felt for the older sister who like Fuller. did count correctly. She counted right. That stupid she really little did. fucking neighbor yeah. kid. Yeah, dumbass kid. That so anyway, <laughs> I don't know. And this movie gets funnier. I don't know. I I gave it a nine. And you just you just root so hard for Kevin in this, right? Like hundred percent. Yeah, he's a little shit. He's a brat. He's eight years old. Like, and he lives in that house. Of course, he's going to be a brat. Right. I just like, also kind of like the movie now, especially when I'm high, like in the last scenes where he they're like trying to get in and he's like set all the booby traps and stuff like the that. The ingenuity of the booby traps is so and you fun just kinda, to watch. It kind of like puts your thoughts in like a not a happy place, but like in a place where you're like you actually start thinking about like what would you do or like what. Yeah. You know yeah. What? You you so, kind of live this scenario. Absolutely. I gave it a nine for that reason, because I think it nice. definitely is. It's a good movie on its own, but it really did make it really good in my eyes. So nine, but I would probably like, if yours was lower, I could probably be convinced to come down, I guess. I, I felt strongly about this. I think it's really fun to watch stone. And again, I think Macaulay Culkin as this, just like nine year old little actor just absolutely crushes. And it's even more endearing when you're a little, little ripped up. Um, So I, I wanted to respect that, but I also, think that this is a movie that you don't need to be stoned for it by any means. This is still going to be good. A hundred percent. It's not better. 
when you're yeah. not stoned, right? But sure. again, the music, you, you get really emotional with the music and the reunion with the mom, right? Catherine O'Hara just absolutely killing it in this role. Only yeah. arriving fucking like five minutes before her family. I would have been pissed if I oh. like took a thousand flights to get home oh. and only oh, yeah. arrived five minutes before the rest of them did. And they just stayed yeah, in the like, hotel one night. Walk a shame. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I went, I went with an 8.3. Okay. I mean, that's fair. I get it. I get it. Um, <sighs> only because I think this is a, a, it's a great movie, but it's not something you need to be stoned for. I think it enhances Agreed. it. It enhances it, but not enough for me to be like, oh yeah, I'm, I guess like I'm going to be stoned every time I watch this. I guess let's meet at 8.5. That's probably the score it does because again i recognize that it is good on its own yeah truthfully that's fair i think 8.5 so. is good because watching the booby trap scene and just like watching joe pesci and and uh daniel stern just chew the scenery and like overact in in just the funniest ways yeah um as the wet bandits and just it, it's just really fun so you, it's a good watch i think an eight and a half's a good stone a good smokeability score for this all right, let's that round that brings its final score to an eight point seven. Wow, so strong! Not quite, not quite the champ, but maybe but I think strong. is second place. I think that's second place. Yeah. I mean, that's. I think. I mean, I think if anything's going to be second place, it's it's, it's Home Alone. Home Alone, dude. This is For such. Sure. A, it's an incredible movie. Definitely, like, again, kind of staying true to what we're trying to put out there, like we're saying. This is a good high movie. It's a good movie regardless, but, but it's, it's good a fun stoned. movie to watch stoned. So I would yeah. say get, like, kind of all levels. You could just not get that stoned. You could get stoned. Yeah. You could, like, you could kind of this do is, anything. And this is another dealer's choice, I think, because 100%. It, is, it is what it is, because it's as good as it is. All right. Let's do our last and final movie for our Christmas uh, kind I'm of so excited conclusion episode. Uh, this is Delo's number one ranked Christmas movie. Um, the one that he think I think he thinks epitomizes Christmas. So this is Christmas to me. This is my Christmas D'Lo, spirit. What is it? Like what is the movie? My soul. This is a What's movie the- that I have watched. Every Christmas since I can remember, literally, it's a movie that um, I watch. Try to watch every year with my sisters because it's that integral to our integral to our part to part of our to being part of our Christmas just experience every year. Okay, um, and this is just another excuse for me to get the Muppets on here. I went with. The Muppet Christmas Carol. But there's nothing in nature that freezes your heart like years of being alone. It paints you with indifference like a lady paints with the rouge. And the worst of the worst, the most hated and cursed, is the one that we call Scrooge. Yeah. Unkind as any, and the wrath of many. This is Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, there goes Mr. Humbug. There goes Mr. Grim. The game of prize for being me, the winner would be him. Old Scrooge, he 
Guy likes his Muppets, everybody. It's I fucking the second love time. the Muppets, dude. This is the second time we're getting a Muppets movie on here. It's, <laughs> that's epic. This, the, uh, this is the Muppet movie I wanted to get on. 100%. No, this is the 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 highest ranked uh, one, in my opinion. But, hey, man, floor is yours for this. Like, what is this movie about? Let them know, because this is your oh, guy. I love it. The Muppets perform the classic Dickens holiday tale with Kermit the Frog playing Bob Cratchit, the put-upon clerk of stingy Ebenezer Scrooge. Other Muppets, Miss Piggy, Gonzo, Fozzie Bear, and Sam the Eagle weave in and out of the story while Scrooge receives visits from spirits of three Christmases, past, present, and future. They show him the error of his self-serving ways, but the miserable old man seems to be past any hope of redemption and happiness. So yeah, Muppets do a great job of doing that that story of A Christmas Carol, right? Which, honestly, I, I find that is my favorite Christmas story, for sure. The, like, the story of Ebenezer Scrooge is your exactly. overall favorite that is Christmas my favorite. Tale. That is my favorite Christmas tale. If I had to pick one, it is yeah, my did favorite you, you, by far. Yeah, you used to go uh, see it when we were back east every year, right? 100%. At McCarter Theater in Princeton, they did a great uh, version of it or rendition, whatever you want to say, but they always did it really well. And I just, again, yeah, for I like, like a the local sto- theater, you love to see it. It was awesome. And I like most, like, I like the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol movie a ton. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that one's it's was, so that one is so different. The like vibe is so different, even from like than this movie. It's yeah. incredible. Um. All right. So let's get into it. Muppets Christmas Carol. Let's start with quotability for you, Dilo. I mean, this is this is <laughs> oh, your dude, baby. You so don't want to know. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm I'm interested on this one. This um, <laughs> this again. I am. This is a movie that in 1992 was close enough to me being born that uh, it's been in my Christmas memories for as long as I can actually remember Christmas. The Muppet Christmas Carol has been around. Right. Um, and again, the my love of Muppets comes from my mom. She loves the Muppets. And it's been passed to me. Obviously, this is my second second pass with the Muppets on this show. Um, I personally love this. The soundtrack is Christmas to me. This is something that I just, it it warms my heart to watch every time I had a smile from ear to ear and quoted it. I think Rizzo is the funniest fucking character in this. He searched his rooms. Okay. That does it. Pardon? How do you know what Scrooge is doing? We're down here and he's up there. I keep telling you, storytellers are omniscient. I know everything. <laughs> Hoity-toity, Mr. Godlike Smarty Pants. To conduct a proper search, Scrooge was forced to light the lamps. How does he do that? 100%. I think he's like one of, one of the funniest characters in any movie in this. I think the whole... Rizzo and Charles Dickens dynamic with Gonzo is so good. It's Um, hilarious. It makes it. (laughs) And I mean, obviously there's memorability in the fact that this is a Christmas Carol, right? Right. They use some of the prose from the story. So that kind of 
you have to take that into consideration. Yes, it helps the quotability, but also it's not its own quotability. But yeah. like all the music you have, like the Scrooge song, um, One More Sleep Till Christmas. thing as strangers when a stranger says hello and everyone is family we're having so much fun after all there's only one more sleep till christmas tis the season to be jolly and joyous with a burst of pleasure we feel it all right it's a season when the saints can Marley and Marley, Statler and Waldorf as the Marley brothers are incredible. So, yo, Um, wait, quick question. So when I was watching this, I, it has the story of the Christmas Carol ever given off the vibe that Scrooge is the one that killed Marley. I feel, I, I feel like there's always been like a weird vibe Take around it that. Yeah, yeah yeah but that anyway because, that's just what i thought when i was watching this and and i mean dude michael kane michael kane does awesome. such a good job in this yeah he deliberately plays this as straight as you can possibly play scrooge like went into production went to brian Hans- henson um and was like i'm gonna play this like this is like the Royal theater. I'm going to play Ebenezer Scrooge. I'm not going to play it. Like I'm playing with Muppets and it translates right. and it absolutely, it's so good, dude. He's so, so good. good in this. Um, like the lamp, not the rat. Once again, it was Christmas Eve. Night was falling and the lamplighters were plying their trade. Hey, 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 like the lamp, not the rat, like the lamp, not Oops, the rat. My what apologies. Put uh, me out, put me out, put me out, put me out. Put me out. Thank you. You're welcome. And then (laughs) Mother always taught me not to eat singing food. Again, Rizzo is so good. So good. Um all the all all the all the music. Charlie, you height? Oh god, it's so good. I went with a nine nine three for quotability. Wow. Wow. Because again, this is music that I listen to constantly around Christmas. Um, that I could sing for you, but I I will. I mean, that's spare fair. you. I get it. No, no, no. I get it. I mean, that is that's super high. I mean, I would say I'm up there ish. I'm definitely not as high as you. I definitely. I know it's. That. I know it's way strong. So but I also think this is a very popular. Christmas it's super movie. it's super popular. I remembered some quotes from it right off the bat, like some of the similar ones you just mentioned, and it's just like the lamp, not the rat. That's pretty good for a fur like I hadn't seen this movie in a long, long time. So but it's definitely so good. And You're I recognize, a little absent minded spirit. No, I'm a large absent minded spirit. It's a popular movie too. So I can't oh, it's deny that, right? It so feels I, like Christmas. I gave it, the music is so good, dude. I oh. gave it an eight point five. Because okay. that's, I definitely, uh, that's like, higher than I thought you were going to give it. Yeah, honestly. I felt like there's definitely like music, all that kind of going for it. So it had that. Yeah, it had definitely had the Christmas Carol story kind of helping it a little bit. But 
but it does like, its own. But it version does its own. It. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna. I'll do an eight point five. And there's things that I quote, like the the whole unemployment thing. If you please, Mr. Scrooge, it's gotten colder. Yeah. And the bookkeeping staff would like to have an extra shovel full of coal for the fire. We can't do the bookkeeping. Yeah, all of our pens have turned to inksicles. Yeah. Our assets are frozen. How would the bookkeepers like to be suddenly unemployed? This is my island in the sun. Um, I believe you convinced them once again, Mr. Scrooge. <laughs> the heat wave, and then they start singing. Uh, when they're in the office with Scrooge, God, it's so good, man. I like I literally want to. When I, when we're done here, I may go watch it again. I think the <laughs> highest, toity, Mister God, like smarty pants. The highest I would go is probably eight point nine. <sighs> okay, because I, I respect that because I know this is not something that everyone's going to be I, quoting. And again, the Muppets aren't for everyone. So eight point nine would make it as quotable crazy. as Hercules. I feel like that's kind of on par. Okay, I could be I could be okay with that. Okay, I feel uh, like oh god, this is so good. It is, but I think it's definitely. I think Hercules is a good comparison i think it's yeah i think it's comparable because again hercules again is also like following a story that's already existed right so similar kind of backing the 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 puppets in this like the specific specifically the ghosts to me are very memorable that's why it's so like the ghost of christmas past is creepy as fuck dude all right so let's say let's do 8.9 uh lock that in for Muppets okay. Christmas Carol for quotability, which is again a really high score to start off with. Uh, yeah, rewatchability. Again, I think this is kind of clear cut. <laughs> it's definitely going to be a rewatch every Christmas, so it's got that going oh, God, for it. Yeah. I, you know, again, I think this is a movie where I'm looking for that feeling of getting into Christmas, and like we said, I feel that it's so it's one of those kinds of movies that are precious where like this would be a watch the my like on christmas eve to get me into christmas right that's but exactly it dude but i don't know if i'd watch it outside that window honestly yeah. you know i just did to for this but i hadn't seen right. it in so long and now i'm gonna kind of put it on my like honestly that's my a christmas, christmas eve, eve watch lineup was probably like this with or well you know, like the grinch was definitely was there for a while yeah so yeah so anyway so it has that going for it i just don't know if it's a multi-watch so i gave it an eight because it's definitely like gonna go down in history right like i'm gonna watch this now for this is like a pass on like we were talking like a pass on to the kids type because once like it may it has been a while for you like you said but after watching it you remember yeah. how good it is because yeah. the music's incredible the set another just beautiful set design Michael Caine Whether, Michael Caine just absolutely killing it Kermit the Frog killing it as Bob Cratchit you got Tiny Tim like little sickly Tiny Tim in there just being all cute and and yeah. sick but god it's so fun man uh this is but like you said this is usually a hard like this is my i'm the the shopping's done the food's getting cooked we're sitting down like we're waiting for dinner um this is like i'm gonna like it's time like christmas is here christmas eve time let me let me uh cap it off like let me bookend let me just bookend this holiday 
like you were saying though, this is definitely a movie that I watch usually specifically on Christmas Eve to just like cap off the season and be like, it's time because then it's Christmas day and you're doing all your family stuff and you're not watching the movies anymore. And you're just kind of listening to the music and chatting like then the season's over. So this is like, you want to, you want to give a final watch. You go for the Muppet Christmas Carol. And it's one that I've been doing that since with since 1992. Um, I went with a 9.2 for my, rewatchability but i know okay that that's strong but this is a movie this is again one of the movies that i've watched the most in my life sure i get that uh that's a tough one what did you give it eight i gave it an eight which you know I think, like I said, it, it's got that element of once a Christmas for me, but not. I think it's just going to be a night of Christmas Eve kind of thing going forward. I'm thinking that's kind of, you know, so I'll give it an eight. I would I would come up to. I would do an eight point nine again. I would come up that high. OK, I was going to say I was going to ask if you'd come up to an eight, 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 nine. So, yeah. I'll do eight. I'd be nine. happy with. An I eight think nine. that's fair. Yeah, I think that's because totally again, fair. this is one of the movies that I've watched more than any other movie, and it's a movie that I will watch literally for the rest of my life. Hundred percent, same. Though. Um, I would and it's say a movie that, that I'm going to share with my kids, hopefully, and their kids, and so on, and anyone that will watch this movie with me, because this movie, this is my all-time favorite Christmas movie for a reason. Number 100%, one, hundred percent, hundred percent. I agree. It's up there. Um, I'm definitely going to rewatch it every year. Like I said, it's just the fact that like, I don't think it has that like multi watch as much as the other ones, in my opinion. Like see the thing is, I could home alone. I could, but I feel like, again, it's precious to me. I have that just like home alone. I want to keep it in that like bubble where it's like, I don't want it to be too much, but I know I'm going to watch it once a year for the rest of my life. hundred percent. So that's already like too much. Yeah. Fair. (laughs) So, Uh, all right, let's do popularity. I, I don't honestly know where this movie's going to go because I don't really know how it was received to the public. Um, but I'm going to just start off with the 80%, kind of keep it in the realm that I've been saying. Higher. 88%. 86 percent. Okay, close enough. That's a good score. That's a really good score. Again, I think I, people, one, people love the Muppets. Uh, two, this is a, just like a classic version of this. I think a lot of people, whether they even really love the Muppets or not, they know the Muppet Christmas Carol. Like it's yeah. it's a well-known Christmas movie. Like yeah. it's like Muppet Treasure Island, right? Like that's just another classic Muppet movie that people know of, whether Correct. they've seen it or not. 100%. Right, like I know it existed, even though I hadn't seen it in like two decades. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and like, um, see, to me, this is like this is a can't miss once a season, no, 100%. like without doubt, since I've since I can remember. I tenfold. I I definitely agree with that, and it's definitely gonna. It's up there for sure. I 
Yeah, it's a good one. It's a great Christmas movie. It definitely sets the tone of Christmas. I mean, very like well. we keep saying, the the soundtrack is so good. Uh, even they like they have cut songs that they don't even air anymore on like the, the movies or whatever. Um, it's just they it's it's a really fun take on such a classic story. It is, and I think because Michael Caine does such a good like. This is a like an award-winning performance by Michael Caine. If it's in a serious, if it's in a serious right. Christmas Carol, if movie, it was like only this is an if, award-winning, if it wasn't like mixed in with the Muppets, it, it, yeah, it, it definitely. You know what you I mean? Know, like this 100%. is he fucking kills it, dude. Um, well, and so I reckon I I'll, say, it. I'll say for my smokeability score, I feel like him. The way he played it br- brought up my score. I think a yeah. pretty decent amount because. It was great watching him. You felt it. It was, I don't know. It was cool. Um, yeah, he's powerful in this. It's also nice and short. Nice like an and hour, short. An hour and a 100%. half. So I gave it a pretty good score. I gave it an 8.5 for smokeability. Yeah. I thought it was like, it was definitely on that level of like, yeah, that's, you know. I Yeah, I mean, I think this is, again, because it's the Muppets. Muppets yeah. are fun stoned. Right, like puppets are funny when you're high. Period. A hundred percent. Puppets singing really good music when you're high, even better. Doing yeah. it around Christmas, what's not to love? Right? right. This is a movie that you can enjoy either way, but I think it's you're gonna have a good time watching it stoned. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. Is a for good sure. Watch stone. I yeah. can. I don't need to watch it stone. That's why my score dips, and I don't think. I think I me personally because of where I hold this movie to myself. I think yeah. it's something that I wouldn't watch. I would rather not watch stoned. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I do think it, it, it makes it a good watch. So I had to like, I was like towing a line here. Um, but I went, I went with a 7.7. Okay. I hear you. Because on that. again, I do, th- I, I did really enjoy watching it stoned, but I don't think I want to, when I watch it again, you know what I mean? How about an eight? I feel like an eight then kind of, cause again, it is good stoned. Like it is, but yeah, because of yeah. your unique situation with the, with your relationship with the movie, you can't, <laughs> you don't want to watch it stoned. I would, well, yeah, but I, but I, I, I wouldn't mean, necessarily yeah, put fair. that out there to people. Cause I would, I would definitely, I enjoyed watching it high. It was great. Okay. <laughs> so then if I'm taking it just from like strictly like, if you watch this stone, how much will you enjoy it? Well, then I mean, all, all things considered kind of deal, right? I, like, I mean, if that's, but if that's kind of the deal, then I would come up higher than an eight because it is a really good stoned watch because the music is fun. How about 8.2 setting is the sets are fun. You know what I mean? There's a lot of practical effects at play here that are just beautiful to watch. So, I'll do 8.2 as the, I would do 8.2. All right. I'll come up to an eight two. All right. So that gives that an 8.6 as a final score. Another really high score, yeah, basically tied for third. That's what the audience score is, 86. Yeah. Wow, spot on. Yeah, so that that puts it like kind of t- in tie for third on this overall list. Home I mean, Alone, I, I fucking love second. this movie. I th- yeah, this, this is one great. of my all-time favorite movies. It's something that I love and I hold dear, so I'm very happy to have it. And I'm very happy with that score. Dude, and because, again, like, 
the progression in scores followed our rankings, right? Like yeah. that's pretty cool, you know? Yeah. So guys, we did I mean, it. these we, are our favorite Christmas movies. So, you know, they were going to get a good score. We, we, we did it. Y'all. Just rounded it out for everybody. We went through our whole Christmas list. Um, third to first. Uh, so just for repeat for everybody, uh, in third place, uh, Delo selected elf and I went elf with the Santa me. Claus. Probably a lot of people's number ones, tons of number ones on elf on a lot of lists that I saw out there. I think a lot of um, people really like the Santa Claus too. I agree. It, it's another movie that I think is a definite watch once because it sets the tone for Christmas really well. Yeah. Uh, then we did our twos, which mine was Christmas Vacation, uh, and you did The Grinch. The, 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 the Grinch. So, and, bo- you know, both of those movies, again, scored really, really well, kind of went another tier up in scores. And then our number ones for, at least Ooh. for 2023, who knows, maybe we'll do this again and see if we re- rethought any of them. But uh, my number one was Home Alone. Dilo's number one was the Muppet Christmas Carol. So that's a wrap, everybody. We did it. Um, We did it. We got through our holiday season uh, kind of movie rankings for you all. Uh, And yeah, um, I think. Do we want to tell them that we're going to be? Yeah, we're going to be taking a we're going to take a week off uh, just for New Year's Eve. Uh, I'll be putting a reel out there. I'm going to just do, uh, we'll do some social media things. Yeah. We'll throw some things out on social media and, you know, go, uh, enjoy everybody. Enjoy yourselves. Be safe. Have a happy holidays. Uh, this has been really fun. Uh, we thank you guys for listening. We love you. Thank you. Yeah. Always. Thank you for listening. Thanks for if, you know, if you ever, get our put our name out there and suggest to listen to us that's awesome we love you for that Uh, that. it's all great uh so this is our end to 2023 our kind of first official year doing this so again that's crazy we we did it we did 30 i think 30 episodes so yeah i think this is 30 that's pretty awesome so we've made it far guys we're gonna keep doing this for a while and then we're just Pretty much all we're working on is getting our name out there. That's kind of what our next thing is. And so we're going to spread the word. Like we're going to really focus on that in 2024 of just Tell like friends. How do we get our name out there? What kind of strategic guests can we have on stuff like that? So tell anyone that may be a fan of the Muppets because yeah. obviously this is a platform for them. So again, we thank you all. Um, Dilo, do you have a would you rather for us? As I our- do. Season I went, ends. I went very specific. Okay. To I went to specific to our number ones. So Hit me with it. Would you rather be visited by three ghosts every Christmas Eve, like haunted every year for the rest of your life, be haunted by three ghosts on Christmas Eve, or have to defend your home from burglars every Christmas Eve for the rest of your life? Oh. Well, I know the ghosts won't hurt me, right? I guess that's kind of the thing, right? Yeah, I guess. That's fair. 
So I probably just go with the ghosts because who knows? Maybe the robbers get lucky and I just end up getting fucking dead or something. Yeah, but I figure like after the first year, you just get better home security and they. That's just, true. Like, go go away. Faster. Just get like two Rottweilers. <laughs> just like big. Just like get a bunch of big, scary yeah. fucking dogs and like yeah. just a bunch of alarms. Or just get like an alarm attached to like a. And turret. then they'll like come try to rob your house and then <laughs> yeah. like leave. And like shoot some cannonballs at them or some shit like that. <laughs> or just like have my thirty-year-old stunt double zip line across the backyard while exactly they're coming after me. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I would go with the ghosts. I think I would go ghosts too. Ghosts. Although I think the argument of just getting better security and having it deter the burglars is also a good viable option. Yeah, fair. You're right. I'd still go ghosts. Yeah, I think you're Two right. ghosts. Two votes for ghosts. Two ghosts. Um, Shout-outs, again, for all the help with getting this off the ground this year. Um, Squadcast, the platform we've been using, it's been really, really easy to use, really fun, so thank you. Uh, Vince Sasso, our good friend, and the Vince Sasso Trio, his band, uh, has done music for us uh, Merry on our Christmas, episodes. you filthy animal. Merry Christmas, Vince. Thank you for you know hooking us up with your art. Um Podcastle is what Dilo uses to edit the podcast, and it's been very good to us. No complaints so far. So uh, definitely want to thank them for their product. All our dispensaries out there that we visit a lot, the Cushery and Lake Forest Park, Have a Heart in Greenwood, yep. Dockside Cannabis yep. in Ballard. Love yep. your experiences. Love your product. Love your staff. Keep yep. it going. Can't wait to see you in 2024 as well. Uh, for everybody listening, hey, if you want to get in touch with us or even if you think there's like a good relationship out there that we should meet, give our Any give them our email yeah. or something like that. Uh, our email spread is the word. podcast.highexpectations at gmail.com. Uh, you can message us on Instagram at high.expectations.pod. Again, it could be anything, feedback, just love, uh, maybe a little bit of hate if it's necessary. Uh, <laughs> if you... Uh, have a category idea or a episode idea or somebody that we should get on the show. Anything. Let us know. Anything. Happy to hear it. Um, Everybody enjoy your holiday. Uh, Be good. Uh, Be happy. Uh, Again, this podcast is definitely something that uh, I think D'Lo and I are doing because we want to just do the things that really make us happy. And, you know, if that's something that we can put out there and kind of get some, momentum with and just make it something that we can do more often. We're going to do everything we we can. Yeah. Yeah, Just like exactly. So be happy. Have a, have a great holiday. And as always be kind and stay weird. Stay weird. Mm -hmm.